Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on March 12th, 1952. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is sky. S-K-Y. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... That's me! I won't run unless I'm drafted. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples. Groucho, we invited some police women to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected, uh, Miss Geraldine Smith. Steady now. I've got it. And her partner is a husband from the audience, Mr. William Eaton. Folks, <laughs> come on in here and meet Groucho Marx, will you? Please. <laughs> well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss uh, Geraldine Smith, uh, uh, you're the policewoman? Yes, I am. And you have very pretty teeth besides. Uh. Well, thank you. Uh, are you married? No, I'm not married yet. Well, well you have extra pretty teeth. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. William Eaton? Uh-huh. Where, where are you from? Socorro, New Mexico. How'd you meet your wife? Uh, 
Oh, I was walking down Hill Street between 7th and 8th a few years ago. I saw this young lady pass me. I went a few feet and decided I'd like to have another look. So I turned around to go in her direction and met her coming back in my direction. Well, did you make a practice of patrolling this street? Or was this just some kind of a curious quirk this night? Oh, I think it was... I was strictly on a... Innocent mission. I see. Well, I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> Sadie Spade, uh, is that you? No. <laughs> How long have you been a female flatfoot? Uh, oh, I've been Ms. a woman Smith? police officer for the past five years now. A woman police officer, I see. Yes, sir. You don't like being called a flatfoot, eh? No, I don't. Well, I can't call you a bull because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> What sort of work do you do, uh, Mr. Eaton, outside of uh, 7th and 8th? Uh? You I'm must have some other occupation, I presume. I'm an escrow officer. I work in an escrow company. Oh, um, you're, not a, you're not a cop, eh? No, I'm in strictly an impartial third person. Hold money and hold funds and documents until certain conditions have been complied with. You're a third party, eh? I'm a third party. Well, who's your candidate? The fourth party. Well, Copper, I see you're still hanging around. I may, I may run you in for loitering, you know. I'm curious. Now, just how do you get to be a female uh, uh, platform? I mean, a, a woman police officer. Well, first of all, you have to take a written, uh, oral, and a physical exa agility examination mm -hmm. from the city that you're applying to. What are some of these tests that you take, uh, Geraldine? Well, uh... Um, what a silly name for a policeman, huh? <laughs> Jerry is perfectly Imagine right. calling a cop in the middle of the night and having Geraldine show up. <laughs> well, tell us something about the test. What do they consist of? Well, we have the hand grip test, and then we have the shoulder spread test. What's a shoulder spread? Is that anything like a sandwich spread? Oh, <laughs> no. Or a middle-aged spread? Or... No. Uh, that's the... Uh, using a machine that tests for the uh, uh, amount of pull of the muscles. I see. The more pull you can exert, the better job you get. Is that it? Well, it might be classed as partially that. Well, now you mentioned a hand grip. Uh, what is? Is that anything like a Gladstone bag? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be. <laughs> the hand grip is uh, gripping an instrument that records the number of poundage pressure that you can exert in your grip. Well, recently I've been losing my grip. Would you object to testing my grip? No. How is it? Huh? Here's my hand. Testing, one, two, three, four. Yeah, hey, this hands. is fun. I don't know whether she's going to lead me to the altar or into jail. How does it feel, huh? Oh, uh, you have nice hands. Nice, nice, nice hands, huh? They should be. I rub them every night with cottage cheese. <laughs> well, you make an arresting couple, and it's been most interesting talking to you, too. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question. But first, you can learn something by paying attention to this. Presenting the most spectacular new car ever built, the DeSoto Fire Dome 8, with the famous 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine. This sensational new engine has hemispherical or dome-shaped combustion chambers, a revolutionary new design that gives you more power from every drop of gas. And that means the DeSoto Fire Dome 8, operating on regular gasoline, actually outperforms other cars using premium fuels. It means when you get behind the wheel of the exciting new DeSoto Fire Dome 8, you get instant acceleration. 
You go from a standing start to cruising speeds in a matter of brief seconds. And at any speed range, you have tremendous reserve power. Power to spare should you need it. Yes, friends, the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 has power written all over it. So tomorrow, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealer and see America's most talked about new car. The new 160 horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8. All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, George? Uh, explain the rules. You bet as much of your $20... It's fascinating uh, flatfoot. <laughs> you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous inventions and discoveries as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? 1950. Talk up, Geraldine. 1975. Talk right up as though you were making a 1975, pin. he says. Who invented the magnetic telegraph? Marconi. Marconi. Oh. Talk it over. Marconi? Is that Edison? 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 No, I'm sorry. It's Morse. Morse. Oh, Morse. It was so easy, you fell right over it. <laughs> All right, now you got two bets left. Yeah. <laughs> How much are you going to bet? 20 cents. 20 cents? 20 cents. <laughs> All right, remember, you're going for $1,500 now. That's the big money anyhow. You're going to bet uh, 20 cents. Who invented the uh, cotton gin? Jim. Whitney. Whitney. Eli Whitney is right. <laughs> you now I have 45 cents. 40 cents. How much are you going to bet? 40 cents? Who evolved the special theory of relativity? Einstein. Einstein, Einstein is right. <laughs> You're climbing, you have 85 cents. That's some climb, all right. <laughs> You're practically in the cellar. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 85 will you go for? 85. All right. Who invented the motion picture machine? Eastman. Talk it over. Eastman. Take a stab. Eastman. No, it's Thomas Edison. They went broke completely. Well, we, nobody leaves here broke. We'll give you one more question, answer it correctly, and we'll see that you win $25. Ready? What kind of an animal was Peter Rabbit? Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Groucho, we have a housewife and a man with an interesting occupation for you now. They were chosen from our studio audience just before we went on the air. Mrs. Uh, Maria Galarza, Mr. James Hershey. Come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. <laughs> Welcome, folks, uh, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Maria Galaza and Mr. James Hershey, eh? What kind of a name is Galaza? It is of Spanish extraction. Oh, I knew him very well. He's a dentist in Mexico City. <laughs> no. He does Spanish extractions. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, were you born in Spain, Maria? No, I come from Bronzel, Germany. You come from Bronxville? Bronzel, Germany. Oh, then I presume your husband's name is Galaza. Is he the Mexican dentist? No, uh, he's an American with a Spanish name. Well, uh, how long did you know each other before he popped the question? We knew each other about a year, and then he proposed, and then he left for the States. This was after you accepted him, he left for the States? No. That's the old army game for you. <laughs> well, what did you do? Did you pursue him? 
well, I, uh, after he found out that he couldn't bring me to the States as an alien, uh, he uh, had to come back to Germany. So we got married in Germany. I see. Jim, I imagine that's you over there. Huh? That's right. Where, where are you from, Jim? Well, I was born uh, a couple of blocks from the uh, slaughterhouse in St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> Hmm. Was that of any help? Uh, I wouldn't know. What sort of work do you do? Um, I'm a lecturer, Groucho. I see. Where, where do you do your lecturing? Well, uh, mostly in uh, luncheon clubs or dinner meetings and places like that. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you, what do you, uh, must get pretty tired of cream chicken and peas, don't you? <laughs> What kind of uh, lectures, uh, what, what are the subjects that you lecture on, uh, Jim? Well, uh, for example, if I were talking to a women's club, uh, I would talk about leadership and how they can take a more active part in politics, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Is that all? Well. What are some of the problems you try to settle? Could you give us an example? Well, um, as an example, if uh, a person, a woman, were uh, concerned with the fear of ability or something on that order... Uh, I discuss how to eliminate that particular fear. How to eliminate her husband? Is that what you mean? <laughs> I suppose the audience is all men. What do you tell them? Well, if I were talking to uh, men, I would talk probably more about success, how to become more a success, and uh, uh, how to find the right field. Well, suppose a man plays left field. What do you do? About... <laughs> how does a man find the right field? Well, uh... Just keeps walking between 7th and 8th on Hill Street, I think. <laughs> Well, to sum it up, uh, Groucho... I wish you would, since you haven't said anything yet. <laughs> I would tell... I, I would tell... No, him I that. think it's been pretty informative, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank you. I've learned a lot from you tonight, Jim. <laughs> so don't ask me what. <laughs> well, to sum it up, Jim, I, right. I'd really like a sum, some summation of this. All right. Uh, I, would, I would say, um, if you want to fight the, find the right field, uh, discover what uh, makes you happy and... Stick to it till it pays off. I see. Suppose a fellow's crazy about uh, sitting under a tree all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maria, could you tell us how this country impressed you when you first disembarked? I disembarked. I stepped out of a plane. But uh, I was That's so... Right. Make a fool out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But... You're sorry what? That you disembarked or that you made a fool out of me? <laughs> Maria, what are some of the things about this country that you like? Oh, I uh, like the people very much. It, they are easy to make friends with and very uh, helpful and try to put you at ease as an alien. But also, I like the little things, like uh, strawberry sundae. <laughs> Anything else over here that you like? Yes, uh, I like the wonderful entertainment that you can have right in your home. Oh. Uh, for instance, television or radio programs. Well, don't they have these things in Germany? Yes, they have radio, but the programs are not as good as over here. What kind of programs do they have in Germany? Johanna's other Hausfrau? <laughs> Nein. Oh, was haben Sie? Was haben Sie in Deutschland? Oh, and we uh, listen to uh, popular classical music and concert music. That's sehr good, and, sehr good. And lectures. Lectures? And Groucho Marx. Now, just a moment. You have Groucho Marx in Germany? Yes. He's an imposter. I haven't been in Germany in years. <laughs> Who is this Schweinhorn? <laughs> it's you. He's giving him a five That's his heart, It's you. It's me? I've been insulted. No, really not.
Jack. Now, come now. You really listen to You Bet Your Life in Germany? You Bet Your Life, I do. <laughs> what is it called over there? It's called You Bet Your Life. Well, how do you say it in German? Oh, Du verwettest dein Leben. Remember that, everybody. <laughs> Well, how did, how did you get the radio in Germany? I don't understand that. Well, uh, they have uh, the American troops uh, over there, and it's sponsored by the Armed Forces Network. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. As I understand, now they take a recording of this program and they play it in Germany, huh? That's what they That's do. That's very interesting. Do the German people go out and buy DeSotos? I guess they'd like to, but uh, they cut out uh, the commercials because it's for the Army. I see. <laughs> We'll have to get in a commercial somehow. <laughs> Attention, GIs in Europe. <laughs> Next time somebody asks you what you're doing there, for the love of Pete, don't tell them Groucho sent you. <laughs> well, Maria, I hope you'll be very happy in your adopted country. And if you really want to see one of the finest things we have over here, just take a look at the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, you'll get a chance at the $1,500 question. Can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. The policewoman and Mr. Eaton lost all their money, so this couple has a clear field. And the secret word is sky. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected familiar operatic areas uh, as your category. Jerry will play the music, and you tell me what opera it's from. Mm-hmm. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Um, $19. $19. They line fast in Germany, yeah? 1950, yeah. Jerry and the boys will play their version of Ma Paris or Are So Pure. You give me the name of the opera. Okay, Jerry. Arthur is right. And you're off to a great start. You have $39.50. Maria, when you know the answer, don't hop on it quite so quickly. We're paying these people an unholy salary out here. <laughs> Wait about an hour next time. (laughs) Let them play the whole opera. All right, remember you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of the... uh, $39.50. $39.50 will you bet? I'll bet. uh, We'll bet. $39. Jerry and the orchestra will play the Baccarole. What opera is it from? (laughs) The Tales of Hoffman. The Tales of Hoffman. And you now have $78.50. And here's your third question. How much of this fabulous sum are you going to bet this time? How much? 78. 78. This aria is... This aria is Vesta Juba. What opera is it from? You now have $156.50. And here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? We bet it all. All right, Jerry. Right? $156.50. Jerry will play his version of uh, the Habanera. What opera is it from? $313. Thanks and good luck to the Soda Plymouth dealer. We selected an interesting young couple from our studio audience, Groucho, and like you to meet them right now. Mr. and Mrs. James Marlowe, come on in and meet Groucho Marx. 
Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. and Mrs. James Marlowe, eh? Uh, where, where's your home, James? And don't spare the horses. Eh? Nampa, Idaho. Where? Nampa. Nampa? Mm-hmm. Oh. Where is that? Uh... That's near Boise. Where's Boise? Is that near Guernsey? <laughs> Mrs. Marlowe, what's your front name? Renee. Renee, eh? Yeah? How'd you happen to be tagged with a moniker like Renee? Well... Is your mother frightened by Charles Boyer? <laughs> you go to the Caswell? <laughs> Where are you from, Renee? San Francisco, near the Bay. Oh. <laughs> How old are you? Twenty-four. Oh, very young-looking uh, wife. And what is your age, Jim? I'm twenty-four, too. You look like Peter Lynn Hayes, you know that? Is that good or bad? <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> That's good, unless you're Peter Lynn Hayes. <laughs> now, he's a fine-looking lad. He must have seen them on television. Yes, he and I his have. wife, Mary yeah. Ely. And uh, she's a beautiful girl, and you look something like her. It's quite a resemblance. Are you sure you're not the road company of uh, uh, Hayes and Healy? No. Those two kids? Jim, do you call her Renee, or do you have other pet names for her? Well, I call her Dink. What do you call him, Renee? Dinky. <laughs> Why? Because he reminds me of one. Well, what is a dinky? Is it anything like a pinky? Or a dinky? It's a cable car in San Francisco. He reminds you of a cable car? It must be the cable car named Desire, I think. Well, that's very romantic, I think. That your husband reminds you of a cable car. Was this going uphill or down? Do you remember? Dink, dink and dinky. Eh? <laughs> the only difference between you two is a Y. And you can join the Y for nine bucks. How long have you been married, Jim? About five years now. Where did you meet your husband, Renee? I know, 7th and 8th on Hill Street. <laughs> Between 15th and 16th on Chestnut Street. No, he uh, sat beside me in our geometry class at San Mateo High. Geometry class? How did you find he managed to trap Jim? Uh, we eloped to Reno. You went to Reno to get married? Yes. That's the younger generation for you. <laughs> they do everything backwards. <laughs> Tell me, uh, why, did you, why did you elope? Well, uh, our parents objected. Uh, had they seen Jim? <laughs> Was this just a general objection they had to your getting married? I think so. I see. Did you put a stepladder up to her window and help her down with her suitcase, Jim? No, as a matter of fact, uh, I didn't help her at all. Uh, her father <laughs> carried her suitcase. <laughs> That's a nice picture. She and her father going down the ladder together. What were you doing, holding the ladder? No, oh, as I said, I wasn't there. You weren't even there? She no, was eloping, huh? <laughs> Isn't that romantic? Huh? Her, uh, her father thought she was spending a weekend with, with a girlfriend. That's how we arranged the deal to get out of town without being noticed. 
Your father, in other words, had no idea that you were eloping. Is that it? That's right. That's what you think. <laughs> you probably had your room rented before you rounded the corner. Jim, how did you finally break the news to your folks? Well, uh... By this time, they were running the streetcar. <laughs> I sent a telegram to my folks after we were married, and I said, Just married Renee. Don't wait dinner. <laughs> and, uh, how about you, Renee? How did you notify your parents? Well, I sent them a telegram, too, and I said, Just married Jim, having a wonderful time. I should think so. <laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> I don't think her father wouldn't have showed up, but he was, <laughs> he was busy holding the ladder for his other daughter. Well, you're a nice young couple, and apparently the world is your oyster. I just look out for the months with R in them. I said that pretty good for an Eastman, huh? Now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. You run your $20 into more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The girl from Germany and Mr. Hershey lead with $313. Laughing boy, come out here, will you? He even laughs backstage. He doesn't care. Here we go. Let's see how high you can bet your $20. You selected words beginning with the letters P-A-R. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Nineteen. 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 What is the word beginning with par that means the Legislative Assembly of Great Britain? Parliament. Parliament is right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $39. And they're longer than the other cigarettes, too. <laughs> Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of your uh, $39 you're going to bet this time? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. All right. What is the word that means to scorch, burn, or dry to excess? Parch. Parch is right. You now have $77. I thought Parch was the front part of a house. Here's your third question. How much will you bet? Uh, How much do we have? Uh, 77. 76. 76. What is the word beginning with par that means a burlesque imitation of a serious song or poem? Uh, Parody. Parody is right. <laughs> You now have $153. And is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the 153? All of it. Okay, now I don't want to influence you. You use your own judgment here, Jim. It's pretty bad. <laughs> no, it's been pretty good so far. We'll bet it all. All right. Now, what is the word that means a lady's sun umbrella? Parasol. Parasol, the parasol is right. <laughs> Wind up with $306, and that means the girl from Germany and Mr. Hershey with $313 in just one minute. Get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. Lady, do you hate trying to park your car in a tight parking space? Do you shudder at all the pulling and tugging that goes with it? Then wait till you drive the new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8. The new DeSoto brings you sensational new DeSoto Power Steering that makes turning the steering wheel as easy as dialing a phone. That's right, with only one finger, even when the car is at a standstill, with only one finger you can turn the wheels. 
thanks to DeSoto Power Steering, one of the most remarkable milestones in automotive history. By an ingenious hydraulic system, power steering on the new DeSoto not only takes the hard work out of parking, but on the highway it makes your control of the car easier, safer, with less road shock. No matter how bad the road, DeSoto Power Steering lets you literally steer almost without effort. And friends, power steering is only one of the many great features that are yours to enjoy in the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. See it. Drive it. Now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The new 160 horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8 with power steering. Here's the winning couple, Groucho, the girl from Germany, and Mr. Hershey, all set for the $1,500 question. Right in here. Here it is. Situated in Salisbury Plain in England is a group of ancient stone circles, thought to be more than 4,000 years old. Their exact, their exact origin is unknown, but they're believed by some uh, archaeologists to be temples of the Druids. For $1,500, tell me, what is this group of ruins called? What is the answer you two have decided upon? If you don't know, guess. Nothing, I'm sorry. The correct answer is Stonehenge. And our source for this is the Encyclopedia Americana. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but they won quite a lot. How much did they win the quiz, George? $313 well, in the quiz. Well, it's not too bad. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to Thank all of our contestants much. on the show tonight. Thank you very much. Sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $2,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the DeSoto Fire Dome 8... Tomorrow! Folks, here's a rhyme from the National Safety Council. The rules for driving safety add up to only three. Common sense and caution and common courtesy. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. One of the few times I actually knew the final question, and I didn't get to win any money. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The channel returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. And for Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the next episode of the Vintage Radio Club. It's a love story between a legionnaire in the desert and a nightclub singer. It's called The Legionnaire. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.